Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening. If you seem to sense an aura of cold dampness that permeates this room, attribute it not to either defective air conditioning or inclement indoor weather. It's simply because this is rather a special place with a special statuary and special paintings. It's the Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Well, here it is Sunday. If you got some time you'd like to lose, why don't you come along? We got a special kind of fun day. Now, mister, don't you dare refuse. I wouldn't steer you wrong. We're going on a journey, a sentimental journey. That is what's happening with this episode and all the episodes of the Riley and Kimmy Show. It's a Sunday episode. If you're listening today, the show's uploaded June 24th, episode number 1,652. Right next to me. Kimmy, I got one name. Kimmy. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. 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 <laughs> Hi. Hi. I'm your host, Patrick Riley. You know what you are. You're bumbling, stupid, incompetent, and useless. And those are your good points. Uh, that that's that's true. I can't argue with that. But somebody who has none of those points, she does have something else, though. She is. She's She's strange, and she is in the studio. Hello, Kimmy. Hello. And how are you on this Sunday Funnies episode of the Riley and Kimmy Show? Pretty good. Now, the funny part is you're here. I'm here. Yes, you are our Sunday Funnies. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's right. By the way, you can check out all episodes of the Riley and Kimmy Show. They're available because it's a daily show. We have them all available, archived on our website, along with easy platforms to take us anywhere on planet earth take us uh, for that drive to work from work or while you're at work in class uh, i can't recommend that but maybe going to class and listen all hours 24 7 we are available you can listen on iHeartRadio, itunes also soundcloud to name a few we have those available on our website at rileyandkimmy.com also our social media links the best way to find out where the riley and kimmy show will be appearing next opportunities to win also pop culture stories that we share there videos and photos and more. You can find links to that on our website along with celebrity interviews we've done and pop culture stories and more. What is our web address? RileyandKimmy.com Find archived podcasts of the Riley and Kimmy show at RileyandKimmy.com Pop culture escapism. The Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. 
That is a question for this Sunday. Does Kimmy want to go back in time? Challenge your brain cells with a thrilling game of pop culture trivia. What say you, Kimmy? Well, yes. All right, the timeline has been adjusted in some parts. Meaning it's not running entirely chronological or in linear order. Help Kimmy out with answers. She believes in time travel answers. So whisper to, talk to, or if you can, yell at whatever computing device you have the Riley and Kimmy show playing on right now. It could be anything because we are mobile. We are global. You can take us anywhere on planet Earth. First question we have for you, Kimmy, is in the category of music. We're looking for the decade this song peaks at number six on the Billboard Hot 100. Looking for the decade. It would be ranked number 80 for a list of songs the year it is released by Billboard magazine. Was this song released in the 1950s, 1960s, 1970s, or 1980s? Keep in mind, it peaks at number six on this date in history. When he got tired of dancing alone, he looked in the mirror and said, Gotta find a woman, gotta find a woman, gotta find a woman, gotta find a woman. He go down to the lake where all the girls would be swimming or washing clothes or something. He'd look around and just reach in and grab one. Come here. Come here. by the hair. You can't do that today, fellas, because I might come off. You'd have a piece of hair in your hand. She'd be swimming away from you. <laughs> Can you tell us the decade that came out, Kimmy? The 50s, 60s, 70s, or 80s? I'm going to say 60s. No. No. 70s. Oh. It was a 1972 hit. Peaked at number six. Would be the 80th song for 1972, according to Billboard magazine is the troglodyte caveman song by Jimmy Castor Bunch that parts of that song have been sampled with other things over the course of time. We're looking for the decade. Gimme, was it the 1960s, 70s, 80s, 90s that the FTC commission announced that starting the following year, cigarette manufacturers would be required to include warnings on their packages about the harmful effects of smoking. <coughs> Was it the 1960s, 70s, 80s, or 90s? Uh, 70s? It was the 60s. Wow. It was 1964 that they issued that in 65 is when it went into effect. The year is 1974. This song is released. We're looking for the title. Tell us the title, Kimmy. The year's 1974. The song would peak at number nine on the Billboard Hot 100. Please tell us the title, Kimmy. Sweet Home Alabama. Sweet Home Alabama. Sweet Home Alabama. Who had 
that as a number nine hit on the Billboard Hot 100. Leonard Skinner. That's correct. The year is 1975. This recording artist fell off the set of his Welcome to My Nightmare tour. This happened in Vancouver and broke six ribs. Tell me who it is. Who is it, Kimmy? Alice Cooper. That's right. The year is 1977. The IRS reveals this person paid no taxes in 1976. Who is it? Good evening. This is a special night for me. Exactly three years ago, I accepted the nomination. Can you tell me who it is? Jimmy Carter. That's right. 1981, a film is released, Kimmy. It's part of a franchise. It is the 12th movie in the James Bond franchise. The movie premieres in London on this date in history. Tell us the name of the movie. Here is a hit song from it, the title song, actually, that did quite well on the top 40 charts. Tell us the name of the song, and you will tell us the name of the movie. I never need to hide You can see so much in me, so much in me that's new Please tell us the name of the title. For Your Eyes Only. Who sang the title track to the film, Kimmy? Sheena Easton. That's right. And tell us, who played Bond? Thank you. It's identity. Male Caucasian. Late 30s. Hair, fine, light brown. That's it. Parted in the middle. Eyes, a little smaller. Uh-huh. Blue. Right. A little grayer. Yeah. That's it. You have it. Now, nose. Stop. Lips fuller. No, no, no. Mouth wider. Who played Bond? Roger Moore. That's correct. Years 1992, this recording artist gets an honorary diploma from Hicksville High School. He is 43 at the time. Who is it? Harry Truman, Doris Day, Red China, Johnny Ray, South Pacific, Walter Winchell, Joe DiMaggio, Joe McCarthy, Richard Nixon, Studebaker, Television, North Korea, South Korea, Marilyn Monroe. Can you tell me who it is? Billy Joel. That's right. The year is 2000. This group auctions off memorabilia from their touring days. Tell me the name of the band. Can you tell me who it is? Kiss. That's right. The items brought in $876,000 on the first day of the two-day event. Did you buy anything? No. Oh, okay. Movie release time, Kimmy. We're looking for the year. Within five years, a film came out. It was the second installment of a film series. Identify the film series. That's all we're asking, not the secondary title to the movie. And give us a year it came out within five years. What is it that has Jack spooked? How much do you know about Davy Jones? You owe me 
your soul. And it's time to pay up. <laughs> there was anything could be done. Well, there is a chest. The dead man's chest. To find it, you must sail to the end of the earth and beyond. Captain Sparrow! Elizabeth, you know, these clothes are not flat to you at all. It should be a dress or nothing. I happen to have no dress in my cabin. Jimmy, can you identify the film franchise? Pirates of the Caribbean. And by chance, can you tell us the actual secondary title? I cannot. Uh, the clue was there. It's The Dead Man's Chest. What year did that come out within five years? Um, 2010. Uh, you get it within the five, barely. It was 2006 it came out. It premiered at Disneyland and became the fastest film to gross over $1 billion. <laughs> Celebrity and notables, famous people born on this date in history, born 1904 in Indiana. He was an American actor, singer, and band leader. Became famous on the Jack Benny show, then went off on his own with his wife, performing in many things. Kimmy, you know him for being a voice talent. Now, this will be interesting if you can actually tell us his name. You know his work in animation identify the character he played in 1967 and tell us the film he uh, did the voice in. Here is your clue. Now it's like this, little britches. All you gotta do is look for the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your stress. Can you tell me the character? Blue? Yes, Baloo the Bear, what movie? That is Jungle Book. That's correct. Tell me the next film he did. 1970, he voiced a character in what film, Kimmy? Identify the movie. Yeah. Telling my friends of the social elite. There's some cute cat I happen to meet that I'm... Abraham DeLacy, Giuseppe Casey, Thomas O'Malley... O'Malley the Alley Cat. Can you tell me the film? The Aristocats. That's correct. And he voiced a character in this 1973 cartoon. Tell me the movie. While Bonnie Good King Richard leads the great crusade, he's on. We'll all have to slave away for that good-for-nothing John. Incredible as he is inept, whenever the history books are kept, they'll call him the phony king of England. Can you tell me the 1973 animated film? Robin Hood? That's right, he was Little John in that. Now, the big question. Can you tell us who this legend is, Kimmy? Oh, boy. Can he, you give me the initials? P.H. He was one of the coolest cats of all time. And if you have an opportunity to listen to the Jack Benny show, he's just cooler than cool on it. Oh, Phil? Yes. Harris? Yes. Kimmy got it. Phil Harris, born on this date, 1904. Moving to the next person, born 1919, Kimmy. He appeared in quite a few TV shows. He was a secondary character on this show. Identify the show. Can you tell us the show? The Odd Couple. Correct. He also was on this show. Identify it. Black, gray sky, yellow, blue. 
Can you identify the show? Happy Days. He was on The Odd Couple for like the entire time frame from 1970 to 75. He was in 73 episodes. Give me, he played Officer Murray. You might remember him, friends of uh, The Odd Couple. And then he came into Happy Days in 1976 to 82. He was in 146 episodes. Also, Joni Loves Chachi. He was in 17 episodes of that. And then did a lot of commercials. Can you tell me who he is? Hey, guys. When I stood up, I bumped my head on your sink. Does it look all right? I'm deaf! Well, have you made an executive decision yet? Wait, didn't I tell you that Encore is a two-pound family-size entree? Right. Is that too much food for one person? Right. Then don't you need a family like mine to help you eat it all? Wrong. Can you tell me who it is? Mmm, I can't. Do you know the his char- name. Do you know the character, at least uh, the first name that he played, Happy Days and Johnny Loves Chachi? Al? That's right. He played Al DeVecchio on those shows. And his real name, Al no? Uh, n- no. Molinero. Born in the state in 1919. 1982, they did a pilot with him, a 30-minute failed TV pilot that is impossible to find anything on. It was called The Ugly Family, and he <laughs> played Sal Ugly. It didn't work. Okay. Yeah, I, I've never seen, I've seen a still of it, I've never seen any film or video of that wow next person actress known for this tv series Kimmy. she's the only person who appeared in all episodes all 344 episodes of what tv show do you know the tv show not slanting correct she was in all of them keep in mind she played the character karen who is it? Here she is talking about the set of Knott's Landing in Dallas. You know, many times um, when you're doing a show you're, or you're a star of the show, they give you a very large trailer, a Winnebago, and, and inside you have a little kitchen, a bathroom, whatever. These shows today, the uh, nighttime soap operas, have so many stars, okay, that if you have 12 people in, or major stars in a in a in a cast, yeah. where are they going to put 12 huge trailers? They can't on the lot. They can't find space. Well, you see, we shoot with Dallas on the same lot. And Dallas has their 12, 15 people. And we have our 12, 15 people. So constantly, we all, um, none of us have, not including JR, and none of us have those facilities. What we have are a little bit bigger than Cracker Jack, Jack, but but it's a place of your own, and it's they're very well decorated, mm-hmm. and they're very comfortable. But you do have to walk down the hall to the left to go to the front. Who is celebrating a birthday today, Kimmy? Michelle Lee. Yes. How old is Michelle within five years? Uh, eighty-two. She is seventy-six today. Next birthday, he's best known for his role as the drummer and co-founder of a band that has his name in it. Tell me who he is. Who is having a birthday? Mick Fleetwood? Yes. How old is he today? Within five years. Um, 
76. He is 71 today. Next person, actor George Stanford Brown. Can you tell me what TV show he is known for? A TV show from 1972 to 1976. Mod Squad? No, here's your clue. Yeah. Can you tell me the name of that one? The Rookies? That's correct, Kimmy. And bonus points if you can tell me the name of the character he played. So you, Because you obviously watched it. Uh, I can't do that. And he played Officer Terry Webster. That's George Stanford Brown celebrating his 75th birthday today. Next individual, Kimmy. Singer and songwriter charted 1987 with a number 12 top 40 hit. Tell me who it is. Number 12, 1987. Can you tell me who is celebrating his 48th birthday today? I can't do that one. That's Glenn Medeiros. Moving to the next person, Kimmy. Tell me the TV show she stars in. Her name, Candace Patton. She's celebrating her 33rd birthday. Do you know the show? Or do you need a clue? Is it Full House? No, it's not, Kimmy. She's best known for her role as Iris West on this TV show. My name is Barry Allen. Fastest man alive. When I was a child, I saw my mother killed by something impossible. My father went to prison for her murder. Then an accident made me the impossible. What is the TV show? Flash. That's right, Candace Patton celebrating number 33. I see dead people. Notable deaths. Famous people who died on this date in history. Tell me why this person is on the famous list, Kimmy. He died 1908 at the age of 71. His name, Grover Cleveland. He was a president. That's correct. He was the 22nd and 24th president of the United States. That was 1885 to 89, then 1893 to 1897. Next person passed away, 1987, at the age of 71. Tell me who it is. All I have to do is just be a little firm with her and show her who's boss. There's one thing I don't want you to forget, Norton. I am the king in my castle. The king, Norton. I rule my kingdom. Alice is just a mere peasant girl. Just a servant to do my bidding. I snap my fingers and she jumps. I'm the king. The king of my castle. And just like Richard the Lionhearted, I rule with an iron hand. Who is it, Kimmy? Jackie Gleason. That's correct. The year's 1997. This American actor commits suicide at the age of 75. Known for this TV show, 1966 to 71. Tell me the TV show. Do you know the TV show? Family Affair. Correct. Tell me, who died on this date, 1997? Well, I want to say goodnight to my kids and make sure you weren't angry with me about, uh, you know, what? 
Well, Jody, I didn't want to talk about it because I didn't think I knew how. But now I do, and I can tell you about where babies come from if you want to know. You still remember your mother and father, don't you? And you remember how much they loved each other and how much they loved you? Well, when they were married, they loved each other so much that love just filled up their whole lives. So out of this love that they had for each other, three babies were born. Sissy, and then you two. Who is it, Kimmy? Brian Keith. That's right. What's the name of the character he played on Family Affair? Um, he was the dad. No, he was not. No, 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 he wasn't. Oh. I, 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 uh, I don't know. Uncle Bill. Uncle Bill. Yes, Uncle Bill Davis. He was also on Hardcastle and McCormick on ABC TV from 1983 to 86. He played the judge, and you probably remember him or the movie Parent Trap in 1961. Mm -hmm. You've seen that movie a few times, right? Mm -hmm. The year is 2005. This American voice actor, also ventriloquist, dies at the age of 82, Kimmy. He is known for a ton of work in animation. Can you tell me who he is? He's the original voice of this character. Identify who he is if you can. Oh, boy, honey, that's what Tigger's like best. Mm. Oh, say. (laughs) Tiggers don't like honey. He was the original voice of Tigger. Can you do it? Oh, no, I can't. Kimmy was also the voice of... Oh, how I hate them. I'll get those miserable Smurfs if it's the last thing I ever do. He was the voice of Gargamel. And you know him for this voice. Muttley, you snickering, floppy-eared hound. When courage is needed, you're never around. Those medals you wear on your moth-eaten chest should be there for bungling it with your best. So, stop the pigeon, 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 stop the pigeon. Stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon. Ow! Stop sneaking, it's not worth a chance. For you'll be returned by the seat of your pants. And clunk, you invent me a thingamabob that catches that pigeon or I lose my job. So, stop the pigeon, 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 stop the pigeon. Can you tell me who it is? I still can't. That That's okay, Kimmy. Uh, we still have one more clue. He's best known for, well, working with these dummies. Tell me who he is. Let's sing our theme song. Hooray, hurrah. It's Winchell Mahoney time. And Winchell Mahoney time is time for fun. Take it, Winch. Hooray, hurrah. We're glad everybody's here. Come on, let us give a cheer for everyone. Knock, ready in your places. Put on those happy faces. You gotta yell and tell them who you are. Hip, hip, hooray! Hoorah! Now what's the secret password? Scotty, waddy, doo-doo. It's Scotty, waddy, doo-doo. Scotty, waddy, doo-doo-da. Yeah! Okay.
Okay, now simmer down, simmer down, please simmer down, simmer down. We have a lot to do at the meeting today. Oh, you three, you're telling them, Mr. President. Uh, Knucklehead Smith, oh, you three, Jerry Mahoney. Uh, would you kindly uh, please read uh, the minutes and call the roll? Oh, you three, I'll be glad to call the roll. <laughs> Boy, you're real presidential material, Jer. <clears throat> Jerry Mahoney and Knucklehead Smith were two of his dummies. Do you know his name, Kimmy? We had a little clue there for you. Mm. Come on. No. They say it. Winchell. Yeah, first name. Paul? That's Paul Winchell. You're right. Passed away on this date, 2005. Now, Kimmy actually knows him for something else, and some listeners to the Riley and Kimmy show will remember this voice. What power? What power? What just put the muscle on dirt and scum? Oh, we scrub it away fast. Oh, we do. We really do. We disinfect and deodorize, too. Okay, Charms, you're all washed up. <laughs> Look at the shine we leave behind. We work extra hard so you don't have to. That's Paul Winchell, who died on this date, 2005, at the age of 82. By the way, he was extremely smart. He had medical training. He was also an inventor, became the first person to build and patent a mechanical artificial heart that was implantable to the chest cavity. Wow. He was extremely, extremely smart. And if you have access to Buzzer TV in your marketplace, uh, he appears on What's My Line as a panelist, as himself, and he brings out the dummies and has the dummies ask people questions and stuff, hmm. sometimes, or interact with the other celebrities. It's very interesting. And the dummies, by the way, were marketed for a period of time, too, and were quite popular. They, they are collectible, very collectible. Next person, Kimmy. Passed away 2014 at the age of 98 as a stage and screen actor. He had one of the longest ever careers in show business, spanning 62 years from his Broadway debut to his last major Hollywood studio movie. Can you tell me who he is? He is the third person, the last person to play Mr. Freeze on the Batman 60s TV show. Now, George Sanders played Mr. Freeze and Otto Preminger played Mr. Freeze, and he played Mr. Freeze in 1967 in two episodes. I don't know. Kimmy was not paying to me two weeks ago because they were playing that, and I made comments to you about this actor. His name is Eli Wallach, who passed away on this date. And by the way, he stated, of all the characters, all the roles he ever did, he received more mail, more fan mail, because of what he did on Batman, those two episodes. <laughs> We think you did a pretty good job today, Kimmy. We know you're a little bit distracted. I, I know you're probably concerned that Monday's just around the corner. Nah. You, are you sure that's not it? No. Okay, you, you don't have Monday-itis on us. Nah. Uh, okay, well, in case you do, we're here with a new episode coming up tomorrow for Monday-itis people. Yeah. <laughs> make Monday fun. That's right. That's what we do. We try to make Monday the fun day. And remember, the Riley and Kimmy Show episodes can be found on our website at RileyandKimmy.com, also on the platforms of iHeartRadio, iTunes, SoundCloud, and social media like Twitter and also Facebook and others. Radio was mentioned just still moments ago that actor Phil Harris was born on this date in 1904. We have a 1951 mystery thriller he starred in with his wife, Alice Faye. Now, they are known for comedy. This is really a unique piece of work for them. This is a mystery thriller. It's called Death on My Hands. Uh, if you enjoy this, we have a bonus old-time radio tribute on our website for today. 
actor Eli Wallach died on this day at the age of 98, and we have a very special 1953 Golden Age of Radio production. It is the Tennessee Williams' The Rose Tattoo. Eli Wallach stars in this great radio production with actress Maureen Stapleton. That's available on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Right now, our tribute to Phil Harris. Death on my hands on the Riley and Kimmy Show. I won't mention the name of the town. It won't help any. I don't think I'll even tell you what part of the country it's in. It's just a place in a long valley with hundred-year-old elms and hills you can't stop looking at. And the people? Well, maybe they're not much different than anybody else. 2,500 of them. The kids went to schools with big lawns and long walks. And the men walked up Oak Street from the mills right after the 5 o'clock whistle. Some stopped for a beer at Mike's or the Green Rooster or Eddie's Tavern. And some went right on home. Sounds wonderfully ordinary, doesn't it? That's what I thought. Until they tried to hang me. Oh, Dixie. I can't believe it. It's me, all right. I, I saw you from across the street. Well, what in the world are you doing in this little town, Julia? Oh, just, just getting a little rest. <laughs> Don't give me that. Your idea of rest was always to sit in a, an air-conditioned cocktail lounge. Gee, you look good. Well, what about you? I wish you'd have stayed with the band, Julia. I just, just felt like drifting, Dixie. Where did you drift? All over. Ended up with a carnival. A carnival? I saw the posters about you and the band playing for the high school dance tonight. I couldn't believe it. Well, you don't get young doing one-nighters, but you see a lot of country and some swell people. You, for example. Well, how are all the boys? Well, I'm the only one of the original bunch left. No. Yeah. Sugar Thompson went with Kenton. Bill Candoli joined the circus in Cleveland, married a snake charmer. Oh, no. Yeah. And then Squeak Hanley lost himself up with the law in Virginia. You know how it goes. I got all new sidemen now, just kids. Yeah. Things change, don't they? Yeah, they do. Hey, look, Julia, why don't you drop in at the dance? They'd think I was an old science teacher. Nah, you'll knock them dead. No. No, look, Dixie, I want to talk to you. I'm at the embassy, across from the railroad station, the only hotel in town. I'll see you after the dance, outside, and we'll have a sandwich and a drink and a talk, huh? Okay, that's the way you want it. Look, it's the high school auditorium, you know. Uh-huh. Well, I'll see you. Uh, Dixie. Yeah. Who's singing in my place now? <laughs> Me. We walked opposite directions and caught each other looking back a couple of times. She looked good. But then she always had. There had never been anything wrong with, with how Julia looked. That night at the high school dance, I played like I hadn't played for weeks. Man, that band caught fire. You should have seen the faces of those kids dancing by the bandstand. They looked at me as if I invented music. <laughs> and me, a third-rate clarinet player. Trouble was as far from my mind as Carnegie Hall is from Bop City. It was backstage after the dance that the bubble blew up in my face. Here's the loot, boss. Look at it. Big, coarse notes. 
Yeah, what does it come to, Teddy? Well, the cashier says 1,200 round simoleons. But I'd count it myself. That's not bad for this town. Listen, it's a lot better than standing on Vine Street waiting for a recording date. I'll take this kind of loot any day in a week. Yeah, I better put this in my bag. Hey, that bag must be loaded by now. I got two weeks' take in there. But I'll drop it in the bank when we get to Kansas City. Are you still carrying that gun for protection? Yeah, Ted. Right here. <laughs> I wouldn't know how to use it, though. Loaded? Every chamber. See? Oh, those things give me the creeps. Hey, what else you got in that bag? Just some publicity pictures of me. I'm going to get some new ones, though. Get them while you're young. When they start camouflaging those age lines in your face, the cost goes up by leaps and bounds. Yeah, no, no. Uh, Teddy, uh, tell the boys I'll be at the next stop tomorrow. Oh? Huh? Who'd you tie up with? Julia. She here? Well, I'll be done. Small world, huh? What's she doing now? I'll tell you tomorrow. We got about six years talking to do in eight hours. Now get on out of here, huh? Yeah, right, boss. Come in. Come in. I'll be in with you in a minute, Julia. I just want... My, my name isn't Julia. It's Emily. Oh. Oh, Emily. Hello. What can I do for you? Well, they all dared me to come in and tell you how much we liked your music. Well, bless you. So you liked it, huh? Never had such a good band at our dance before. It was like having Benny Goodman. Well, now, aren't you sweet? I'll tell Benny when I see him. Do you have a picture I could have? Well, I don't have any real good ones, but... Hey, I'll tell you what. You give me your name and address, and I'll send you one autographed. With love to Emily, my prettiest fan. I can see some in that suitcase. No, those aren't any good. They're kind of old. I mean, uh... I just gotta get one. They dared me. All right, but don't pull that suitcase, kid. Look out! Oh! Kid! Kid! What did you do? She fell to the floor and her head suddenly spurted red. For a moment I was so shocked I, I didn't know what to do. Then I bent over and I picked her up and I ran to find the nearest doctor. I ran almost four blocks with people staring at me like I was crazy. I couldn't even feel myself. I was just a thought. Get to a doctor. Get to a doctor. And I finally did. She died instantly. No doctor in the world could help her. From then on, it was a nightmare. There was only four policemen in town, and they were all handling highway traffic 30 miles away because of a big mill fire. I told the doctor and the people who crowded around me that I'd stay in town and face a police inquest the next morning. There were some grumbles and some nasty words, but nobody stopped me from checking in at the embassy hotel. But I was there only an hour when I realized I wasn't going to get off that easily. A group of men formed outside the hotel and stood looking up at my window. Then all of a sudden I realized they wanted to lynch me. You're there. You don't need no rocks through no windows. You don't need any lousy notes. I know why you're there. How long are you waiting, Dixie? The tighter the rope is gonna be. You're never gonna use a rope on me, never. Do you understand? Never. Who is it? Who is it? Julia. What do you want? 
Who are you doing all the shouting at? Them. Those people down there. If you can call them people. They threw a note through the window on a rock. They want me for killing that girl. Well, maybe I can help you. What can you do? Don't kick a friendship in the face, Dixie. You never know when it'll come in handy. Yeah, tell me all about it. Look at them down there. Watching the window like hound dogs with a treed possum. Oh, Dixie, why don't you think of something to do instead of just burning off steam? Think! In the past hour, I've thought more than that Greek philosopher did in a lifetime. But it all boils down to me ending up with a tag on my toe. Oh, I wish I could help you. Look, what are you hanging around me for? They might try to do something to you if they find out you've been nice to me. I'll take my chances. i got nothing else to do. Oh, thanks. Don't waste your time. I don't think it's going to pay off. You know what? They make me feel like a criminal. They found my car. They did? Yeah, somebody told the manager. What's his name? Uh, Abdo. His car's three miles north of here in an empty riverbed. Burned to a crisp. The only thing in the world I own. Oh, Dixie, don't let it get you. But how much do they want? Julia, an accident is an accident. That means it wasn't done on purpose. She grabbed the bag and the gun went off. And she would... She would... Just a little... Kid. Oh, Dixie, Dixie, stop it. You're not doing yourself any good this way. It could happen to anyone. To me, or the people next door, or, or even to one of them down there. Oh, come on, sweetheart, and sit down here with me. Wait a minute. Well, what is it, Dixie? More of them. And they got guns now. Not just clubs and ropes, guns. Get away from that window. Maybe I don't want to. Maybe I could get them to shoot me from here, and then it... Well, it'd be over with like that. Get back from that window. Come on. Let go of me. They wouldn't shoot. They want their fun later. Do what I say. You gotta think, Dixie. You gotta think of some way to get out of here. I'm sorry that girl get killed. Sorry as an honest man can be, but... Well, there's no point in dying to prove it. I think God understands, Dixie. <laughs> Just another rock. No, it isn't. Look what the... Oh, never mind, Dixie. It, it, it's what you said, a Wait rock. Wait a minute now. It's something else. What is it? Don't hide it from oh, me. Oh, Dixie. Give it to me! Oh, shoe. One of her shoes. What are they going to throw up next? Her body? Dixie, let me take it. Let them keep it! You dirty, dirty! Oh, Dixie. Dixie. There was only something we could do. There isn't. When people get like that, there, there just isn't. I'm not going to let this happen. I'm not going to... Julia, listen. They're breaking the door down. They're coming in. We've got to get out of here somehow. Get out? There's no way to get out now. Now go back to your room, Julia. I won't. I said go on. It's too late, Dixie. They're coming down the hall. Sounds like one person. One person can carry a gun. Couldn't be them, Dixie. They wouldn't knock. Who is it? After the hotel owner. Let me in. All right. What's on your mind? They 
broke in the door downstairs. But I stopped them in the lobby. They had ropes and guns. Thank you, Abdo. Oh, don't thank me. I told them that they couldn't come in after you, but that you would go out. You don't mean that. I told them within 15 minutes. Abdo, let me stay a little longer in the name of humanity till... Till, till I can dope this out. I, I got enough money. I don't worry about money. Well, what have you got to lose? Listen, I give you a break. They could have come in here and got you and torn you up in little pieces. But I said no. One little word. How long after you are gone, I have to live in this town. You've got your troubles, I've got mine. That's the way things work. What's the matter with this town? Why does it act the way it does? After what you did, you expect them to treat you with brotherly love? You've got to be born here before they think you're human? There's a lot of world outside this flea-bitten town, and most of it's better. They should be happy that someone brings a little of it in with them once in a while. What you brought in was tragedy. But it was an accident, a statistic, the kind of thing insurance companies make a fortune predicting. Don't blame me. Blame that big wheel of chance. Dixie. I just didn't get the right number on this spin, that's all. Well, you got now 13 minutes to... To think of another one. What can I do for you, Dixie? Tell me something. Just let me alone. Well, I'm going to do something anyway. Did you turn on the radio? I turned on the radio. Turn it off. I'm not going to. Turn it off! I'm not going to! What do you want music for? Because I want to dance. Are you crazy? Oh, come on, Dixie, dance with me. Come on, it used to take your mind off things. Oh, I know, oh, but come I... come on, come on, that's it. Oh, pull me closer, Dixie. Oh, I wish this hadn't happened. So I could enjoy you, Julia. Let's, let's just pretend this is the future. And we're dancing somewhere in, in love and... How can I think like that when all I can see are those guys down there loading buckshot and guns just Dixie, to... Dixie, Dixie, just dance. But I can still think. Oh, honey, this is wonderful. You know, I've played for a lot of dances. And I never realized until now what it does to you inside. What does it do to you, Dixie? Makes me wish I'd have gone to high school. I never got there. That was Early Autumn, done by the Woody Herman Aggregate, a band that plays the blues. Not that you're blue right now. <laughs> and this is Charlie Schaefer, your early evening platter party host on KNOK. And I want to remind you that if you have any request whatsoever, just dial KNOK. The switchboards are waiting. Now, how about a little bit of Glenn Miller, In the Mood? I like that. I can request any tune in the world, but I can't save my life. What a great place to live. Let's dance some more. Yeah, yeah. What should I request? Don't break the news to Mother, or maybe I'm in the mood for life. Oh, huh? Dixie, don't talk like that. Dixie! Give me the railroad station. Um, uh, freight division. Dixie, what are you doing? Stop talking. Hello? Hello? Um... What time does the next freight train leave? Yeah. I, I... I have some valuable freight I want to put on board. Oh. An hour, huh? Are you sure of the time? Exactly one hour? Well, I... 
I guess there wouldn't be time tonight. Thanks anyway. Dixie, you just couldn't get to that train. It's my only chance, but I need an hour. An hour of safety to get to it. I'll be right back. Where are you going? To find a policeman or to talk to those men or to do something. The police are all over in another town. They couldn't get here in time. Now you just wait here. I'll be right back. Emily. If anybody caught me on my knees like this talking to you, I suppose they'd think I was crazy. But I'm not. Emily, you know it was an accident. Pure and simple. It wasn't my fault. Only nobody really believes it. They're waiting for me outside. Your people. And they want me in exchange for you. Only it isn't an exchange. It's... It's just blood revenge, an eye for an eye. And it doesn't make sense. I know that saying all this will never do you any good. But, Emily, I just wanted you to hear how sorry I am, how deeply and tragically sorry I am. Emily, have a good long rest. Maybe someday I'll meet you in person again and we'll talk about it. And that someday might be today. Hey, what are you doing down in the lobby, young lady? Where are you going? Mr. Abdo, we've just got to do something. Get some police or get rid of those men out there. I have long ago sent somebody for the police. But I don't expect them to get here. Why don't you let him stay here longer? Because I can only hold these men a while. After that, they come in. I don't want to see it. Why do these men want him? I, 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 I don't want to talk anymore. Well, I'm going to find out. Where are you going, lady? I want to ask you why you want Dixie. That ought to be plain. He didn't kill that girl. It wasn't his fault. You must have a better reason. Whose little girl was it? Yours? Or yours? Whose? Is that why you want him? Because it was one of your children? Lady, you'd better go on about your business and leave ours to us. We got our own reasons for getting that skunk. What'd you find out, Julia? What happened? Abdo's been trying to get the police. They won't come. Don't worry. How many of their neighbors do you think they'll shoot down to save me? I don't know, Dixie. I don't know. Look, I got five minutes, that's all. Five minutes to walk out of here. And I need an hour. I'm sure the ringleader of that gang was... I talked with him. I'm sure he's the father. Oh, what's the use? I give up. But you can't, Dixie. You can't. What do you expect me to do? Perform a miracle? It's Abdo. Let me in. Are you... Are you ready to go, son? No, I'm not ready to go. I still got five minutes. You must have made a mistake with the time. Your time is up. It is like... Look at this watch. Look at it. Still better than four minutes. I'm sorry. But now is the time. Before they come in the hotel after you. I don't get it. 
I don't get this whole setup. Why did you bother to stop them once if you send me out to them now? I did what I felt I must do. For me, that was enough. Well, I'm not going. Do you understand? I'm not going. You'll have to work to get me. Haven't you done enough to me already? To you? The little girl you... who was killed... was my little girl. Oh. Mr. Abdo, I'm... I'm really sorry. I'll go. You won't have any more trouble from me. I'm going with you, Dixie. Yeah. I'll turn off the lights in the lobby. That might help. Shall we take the elevator? No, honey, the stairs. I want to make it last as long as I can. Dixie. Not see, I want to cry. Do I? But it wouldn't help. I'm having trouble enough seeing now. I'll go out with you and fight. Let me, Dixon. You're going to stay right here in this lobby. You said you'd do anything for me, and that's what I want you to do. How are you going to do it? I'm going out. Turn right alongside the building, and then I'm going to run. Run, you hear me? Then maybe somewhere, somehow, I can find help. So long, Julia. Dixie, I love you. Good. Take it easy. Hold him. Stay right where you are. Why should I? Shut up. Now, if you know what's good for you, walk over to that car and make it fast. Take that gun out of my face. You know what I tell you? Stop talking. Face of the first man who moves. Are you going to let a guy get away with a crime like that? Maybe kill him. Whether we're not. Come on, guys. The next one will go through somebody's head. I want you to notice this badge on my coat. You people pay me to protect you and everybody against lawlessness in this town. And I'm going to earn my money whether you want me to or not. Some more police will be here in two minutes and anybody standing around will be arrested. Now go on home. Break this up. All the fun is over. Drive. Thank you, officer. I said, can you drive? Well, I could yesterday, but I don't know now. My knees... Well, try. I've got to be ready for anything. Where do I go? To jail. Well, that's all right, mister. You'll be safe there. Hello. Hello, Julia. Would you care to go and get that sandwich we talked about a thousand years ago? Oh, I'd love to, Dixie. What did they say? The coroner acquitted me ten minutes ago. Accidental homicide. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, what are you going to do now, Dixie? Oh, just catch up with the band and drift, I guess. Dixie, I... I don't suppose I could... Go uh, back with the band? Well, j just singing, that's all. You could do a bigger job than that if you want to. You mean it? Sure. Look, here's your wedding ring. You know, I never threw it away.
Suspense. Presented by Autolite. Tonight's stars, Phil Harris and Alice Faye. Suspense is produced and directed by Elliot Lewis, with music composed by Lucian Morawieck and conducted by Lud Gluskin. Death on My Hands was written for Suspense by John Michael Hayes and E. Jack Newman. Included in tonight's cast were Joseph Kearns, Herb Butterfield, Barbara Whiting, Byron Kane, Franklin Parker, and Gil Stratton, Jr. If you enjoyed that golden age of radio production, be sure to follow The Riley and Kimmy Show. We feature old-time radio shows from time to time. We have archived episodes available right now on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Some of them have old-time radio episodes on them. Please tell your friends about the Riley and Kimmy Show. Help us grow. Our social media links are available on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. That's R-I-L-E-Y and Kimmy, K-I-M-M-Y, dot com. If you friend, follow, and like us, We will friend and follow you back. Also, be sure to check out our website, events page, and our social media pages for updates where the Riley and Kimmy show will be appearing next. And we're available for your pop culture event and also those that are animal-based, about pets and animals too. We have a spinoff show called Animal Special. So be sure to tell your friends about us. It's the Riley and Kimmy show, the nerd variety talk show with daily pop culture episodes. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Find archive podcasts of The Riley and Kimmy Show at RileyandKimmy.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.